0: Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships, and wealth related topics, all from a heart centered approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively
1: impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to this Speaking from Our Hearts podcast episode where it's going to be a, quite an unusual one today. I'm having a conversation with a lady, uh, a beautiful soul, all the way from, from Denmark called Katrina Hoyer. And usually when, uh, when I have a, a conversation with a, with a guest... We've got um, what I call um, a headline banner. We've got we've got a focal point of what we're actually going to talk about. So this one's actually totally unique because we haven't got a clue what we're going to talk about. But there is a sub- subliminal message in this, and that that'll come through, uh, and we'll share that at the end. So um, yeah, without further ado. Katrina, very, very warm welcome to you.
0: Thank you, Paul. I'm so pleased to be here and thank you for reaching out and pe- pulling me into your table.
1: And as I've said, there you know, there isn't a focal point, um, Kat, mm. of what we're going to talk about, no. but I know we're going to talk about so much. Yeah. And yet again, at the end, uh, if it doesn't come out naturally uh, before, I'd like to share something Um, Because I think when when we go through life, we see things in certain people that maybe those people don't actually, you know, see themselves. We're too close to ourselves to see the obvious. Yes. And that's where the power of having somebody, um, you know, from a distance initially say, "Mm, I see this and I see it very loud and clear. So that will unfold. But um, yeah. So what we're going to actually talk about. Okay. What we're going to talk about. How about if I ask you a question, Kat? Of what would you describe is your life's purpose as you understand it at this moment in time?
0: I feel a big attraction to uh, to support people, to support. <laughs> and, yeah, and to support others and and be there. And um, I have um, I have a lot of emotion. I'm a very sensitive person, and I feel a lot. Uh, and it has been kind of struggle to, to um, navigate through a lot of feelings through the years. I'm 53 years old now and I'm a mother of two and have been divorced and I, I'm in a good relation now with a very supportive person. Uh, and uh, I've been through some things where I was down for quite some time and learned a lot about that. And uh, normally you want to save the world after you discovered how to, to get back on track. Uh, but I also realized that I'm too sensitive to, to, to really... I, I sh- I, I'm not a practitioner. I'm not going to be a practitioner, but I, w- I would like to support people uh, uh, on a higher level of awareness uh, and also take more responsibility because that was what I had to do myself realized that I had to take the full respons- responsibility, just not just as a parent and fulfill into the daily uh, setup that we are put into through our education and jobs and so on, but go even further. But I also knew that I could not be out there for the whole world, so I would start within in my own house. Uh, but later on, as I grew and got more and more in balance, I, I understood uh, and I see that, humanity needs to be more aware uh, about their responsibility situation we, we have a society today where where people are not taught to take this responsibility we go to our doctors and we don't follow our intuition we we don't even know maybe that it's there and it is guiding us we uh, we get impacted for uh, from television and a lot of things from outside that uh, that hides what uh, that we actually have a system, a, a gadget. We are the body is a, a great gadget to actually give us the directions that we should follow. Mm. Uh, so, um, so I have realized that uh, the steps I had to take was to rebalance my health and uh, getting better on my health uh, and getting balanced and go go away from that diagnosis that guy I got at that time. Uh, of course, uh, also made me much more aware about so much more about uh, around us, <laughs> and and uh, and I see that we need that to to expand. Mm.
1: Uh, I want to challenge you, Kat. I want mm. to challenge you at this very very early stage of this conversation mm. around. I mean, you've just kind of alluded there to mm. a label, mm. but I want to challenge you on a label you gave yourself right at the top of that conversation. Mm. I am too sensitive.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Mm. No, yeah. Can I put it to you? Yeah. Can I put it to you that actually that is a massive, massive, positive, empathic trait to have? Mm. And isn't it true that the labels that we collect from early childhood, from early consciousness around, you know, usually from our parents, mm. um, certainly from our close circle, whether that's friends, siblings, uh, family, whatever, uh, community, and we grow up believing that to be true because it's given to us. Yeah. You are this, you are that, mm. you are the other. Yeah. And we don't question it.
0: No. But- we accept it. When, when you when you say uh, this and and lighten this area yeah i can i can i relate it makes me think of how i felt when i was a child mm. uh, because i felt uh, misunderstood even in my own family and uh, i for some years back i normally had the, the saying that i was the one in the family who wanted to be the family you know i i, I felt for all of us and and felt the responsibility for for the whole setup, and um, but I was misunderstood. i I, and that made me very frustrated, and uh, and often ended up crying. And I I can recall, you know, my my mother saying, "What are you crying about? You know, why why are you crying again?" And and I realized later on that it was actually because I was misunderstood. I I didn't, I wasn't seen. I wasn't really heard on on the on the framing I was into and um, that got me so frustrated that I couldn't put words on it and I ended up being very emotional instead and that happened a lot of times
1: and I I liken that to almost a a goldfish being trapped in a bowl Mm. because that little fish can't get out it's been told this is who you are Mm. so stay in that bowl yeah and that little fish goes round and round and round, but it knows it doesn't belong in that bowl. It knows it's destined for bigger and bigger oceans Mm -hmm. and seas and... And to you know, and to swim through life and, and, and pass on these messages. Yeah. And it is so frustrating to be stuck in that little yeah. bowl. I, I get I get that hundred yeah. percent. I really do understand that. Yeah. And that downtrodden, you know, I mean I come from a very violent and abusive background mm. in childhood where I was, you know, I was stripped of all my dignity, I was stripped of everything and told daily Uh, not by my mother she tried her best to to, you know to redress the balance but certainly by my stepfather about how useless pathetic i would never be loved i would never do anything Mm. and that for many years was my belief system Mm. but i had to try and break out that what Mm. i now term the goldfish bowl and prove the world wrong Mm -hmm. well actually what i've now i don't have to prove anything to anybody Mm -hmm. Now, that's emotional and spiritual maturity that's took me there. Mm -hmm. But what I've also learned as well, Kat, in the context of what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. yes, it's took decades to learn those lessons. However, I now know that those lessons with a good mentor or somebody that really, really cares and understands, that lesson can be be learned in a a moment. Yes. You don't have to waste your lifetime searching for it. (gasps) Yeah. And that is the truth. And, you know, that's the power of what I believe is. What I've come to to now know is speaking from our hearts. Mm. And dare I say, particularly as a guy, you know, big boys don't cry. I mean, listeners must be fed up of hearing me say this, but it's true. This stereotype, mm. this conditioning, you just get on with it. Mm. You know, duty, you do it. You're a man. Men don't cry and all this nonsense. And for me, it is about... Peeling these layers back, mm. these plasters that we, we get stuck on us, and most of the time we even stick on ourselves. That mm. so, I am this, and I am that, and I am the other. Well, who says you are?
0: Mm. Who say, Who says? Mm. But this makes me think about that. The big girls don't uh, have don't have to cry either, or you know. I was told you don't have to cry. Why are you crying about? So, and what picture did that make on me when I was a girl crying?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Because maybe I was. You know, again, had another wrong picture on who I was at that time, being a uh, probably tiny girl crying. But uh, can can you follow me? Now? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So absolutely. so I think it not only labels the boys; it also labels the girls. Yes. And and of course with different variations on on the expectations of what a big girl or a big boy are supposed to <laughs> behave like.
1: But that, again, reinforces another point, Kat, doesn't it, Mm. about the gender difference? Because, Mm. I mean, obviously I can't speak about, you know, the cultural um, sway in Denmark, Mm. for example, but I certainly know about the UK that actually it was okay for a girl to cry. Mm. It was okay. And in fact, it was socially acceptable that even in later life, you know, in in womanhood, if there was a major problem, Mm. that, you know, the women would get together, they would have a good cry, and and that's fine, that's acceptable. Mm. But guys can't do that or Mm. shouldn't be doing that. Mm. So there is that, I mean, that's a cultural thing, obviously. We we
0: definitely have that, because, you know, in in Scandinavia, we have the law. Uh, that's that's quite a tough one also we have been brought up with and and uh, we even have a a song about it you know (laughs) and and uh, we are all raised and and being able to sing about this one that's actually horrible because we should get rid of that one
1: yeah and
0: it's about uh, don't think that you are anything here and don't don't pop up and be a little bit more than other ones and so on. I don't know if you know about the Leander Law, but... No, I didn't. No. no, it is that and we are all very uh, aware of that in Scandinavia and we, we all know about it and and with the, the knowledge we have today, it's actually very awful. <laughs> And I think that's
1: the beauty of actually speaking from our hearts. Mm. Uh, And I'm not necessarily speaking about, you know, the book series or the podcast here, but I'm on about people in general that once we open up and we've got the courage Mm. and take that first step and actually speak from our hearts, we realize how futile and how how rubbish these plasters and these labels are That we're, and, and meaningless they are, mm. you know, because when you strip it right back and we, you know, we've kind of flirted with the idea of this cultural difference between Denmark and the UK, mm. which may or may not be true to whatever degree, mm. it doesn't matter. Mm. Because yet again, it's another label mm. that Dan- Danish people do that mm. and British people do that. Mm. Do they really? Mm. Yeah is that because it's that power of expectation, isn't it? Because mm. that's what we've been taught. Mm. And I think the power of, of speaking from our hearts is we find ourselves and it's like, actually, the fact that I come from, you know, an island of, say, 60 million people where mm. traditionally do that, and that's what I've been brought up to believe, mm. what I've now learned in getting in touch with the real me, that's not who I am. That box that you've put me in since a child, mm. it's not me. mm and I think those boxes that exist—they don't actually. There's not too many of us that fit any of those boxes at all, from my knowledge and understanding. But there's a certain security with belonging in a box, isn't there?
0: Yeah, but they're both—they're both these boxes. But I think also that we—we we kind of forget that we—that we learn and we are on a path where we change. And 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 if you're stuck in one box, how can you? change and and go with it and and make your own shifts and realize that that you cannot really do that if you for example stay in the same surroundings Mm -hmm. that you have always been and i I, i'm just it reminds me that i'm on a path now where i'm actually not living home in denmark at the moment and the I say I keep on saying at the moment, it has actually lasted for three years. I'm in a totally other surrounding right now. And I'm learning so much about myself. And I really realized that I needed to get away, even though I missed this place and I grew up there. And it's my home and my grandparents and my grand-grandparents come from this beautiful area. But, you know, I need to get out of those boxes I was put in there. And I realized that I had been put into a box in that area without even knowing it and uh, that's quite interesting
1: and the metaphor for that cap for me is and I'll use two very contrasting examples um, of plants um, is that your roots Mm -hmm. in Denmark produced a big oak tree yeah and I offer that as the first part of um, I'm sure my bio- biology ignorance here. I think a tree is a plant. I think a big plant. Um, but this is not about. This is not a tree uh, or a horticultural podcast. So please excuse. Um, but that metaphor of an oak tree. Yeah. I take that a stage further because we've gone from those small roots into a solid, big, staunch oak tree. And we've got these beliefs and this is who we are Mm. because we've grown with these beliefs and it's made us strong. However, if the winds of change in life blow very strongly and knock that oak tree over completely to the ground and all the roots are torn out of the ground, that tree dies. So maybe rather than being from our roots a staunch solid oak tree that will never give in and and, uh, because I'm a boy I won't cry or in Denmark because I'm a girl I won't cry Mm. maybe, just maybe, rather than being an oak tree Mm. maybe we're a willow yes and so that when the winds of life I just saw that
0: (laughs) I just saw that, I got that picture in my mind just before you said it so that's quite interesting (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah
1: and to use to t- you know, to sort of take that just one stage further, Kat, mm. maybe that, you know, as seeds fly through the air mm. and embed themselves in in soil, new soil maybe, I mean, new soil, yeah, dark soil. I'm going to yeah. say dark soil for mm. a reason that will become apparent. Mm. Maybe as these seeds fly through the air mm. and plant themselves, some of those are actually weeds. Mm. And maybe we need to cultivate our minds daily Mm. to get rid and do some digging out of those weeds. Mm. Because if they don't, those weeds will strangle the beautiful flowers that Mm. exist in our mind.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And maybe we need that dark soil Mm. to grow.
0: Yes, definitely. Definitely. There's a, a there's a process there. Yeah. There is definitely yeah. a process there. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: this brings in, Kat, does mm. it not, this whole creative way, different way, creative way, call it what you will, mm. of thinking about who we perceive we are
0: mm.
1: and who we actually are.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that
1: they are, from my experience, worlds apart. hmm Because we're conditioned to believe so much from people that... No doubt, in most cases, are doing it from a place of love, from a place Mm. of their level of understanding. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but there's an old saying: "We don't know what we don't know," (laughs) which is the starting point for awareness, isn't it?
0: Yes. Yes, and this emotional uh, feeling about not not fitting in, you know, the the the, the surroundings that would like you to, to thrive there, but you can feel it's 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 not really working. Mm. And when are we able to really handle and on, on move get a move out of that? Uh, and I, I have the experience that, uh, again, our fantastic buddies speaks to us. They talk to us. They, they sometimes try to shout out. And, and if we don't listen, they, they turn up some volume somewhere and it can be a pain or a Emotion or whatever, whatever people uh, end end in or go through or whatever you call it, because that was also what happened for me, right? Yeah, yeah, I got I got uh, quite bashed out of of uh, of the lane, if so to speak. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting
1: as well if I can challenge you again, Cat, mm. on this um, statement, these words, this label of yours mm. that. I don't want to be a practitioner because mm. I'm too sensitive. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Tell me a little bit more about that.
0: Oh, it's because I, I, you know, I take so much care about everyone when they enter my my space, and um, and sometimes I'm not really aware of if that's good for me or if it's not good for me. And sometimes, uh, and then I can end up in a situation where I, it takes me weeks to to. To be myself again to find out why why do I feel frustrated now why why, why am I so tired what, what happened here and and that that's from that experience I noticed that okay maybe I'm not going into that area because I'm not I could learn it I, ca- I cannot say yet <laughs> I could maybe learn to protect myself more um, yeah but i also have a picture of uh, we are in different setups and uh, have an exchange in i i'm what i'm thinking about here you know we have we have doctors and we have the nurses and that's so good and we have hospitals and we have the patients and they are in an exchange of the needs they want to they they need to exchange or they want to exchange you know Mm. Because I, I the, the the illness I went through, if I had put myself into the, the hospital system, I wouldn't have been here any longer. Yeah. Uh, and and I just uh, recognized that that uh, exchange of needs and services that was provided in that setup is absolutely not for me. That would make me even more ill. Mm. Um, so I just discover that we have set up around in our societies was where people have this exchange you can put it you can call it a box yeah. and some people fit into these boxes and it's perfectly fine, but that doesn't mean that I have to fit into that box. So So that's what I, I recognize and maybe you can say this that I have I have an awareness that I'm I'm not, I'm not moving into that practitioner field as maybe as a traditional, box classic where somebody comes and I do something and they leave me and and they are better I think I'm going to work on another level so to speak (laughs) and um, and I'm still you know on my way to find out how that Mm. is going to be but um, yeah I like to work with tools where I can speak to more people and now we talk about being online and and, I, I, and you know me having this wall between uh, a screen and, and me in a, a one-to-one room, so to speak. yeah, that's a good protection for me because I can still be me
1: yeah
0: uh, and I can get uh, get I can talk with people, I can uh, share, we can exchange and so on. Uh, but I'm not in the physical room with them. And that I think still I need to, to ha- be protected that way.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you Kat. Mm. In t- just an interesting one, yeah, again, the mm. word mm. Um, practitioner. So I'm clear because I'll, before I move this on to the next um, the next question, I just want to be clear that do we do we perceive practitioner to be in a more clinical sort of you've mentioned doctor nurse kind so therapist kind of role?
0: interesting because you know i'm a non- native english speaking so i probably don't have all the vocabulary no, no. on all the dimensions on, on yes. the specific you know so yes. i'm i'm maybe a little handicapped in that direction okay. so um,
1: okay let me <laughs> okay you no, i understand that yeah. so let me come at it from this angle then cat so would it be let me ask another question then mm. how would you feel if you were a practicing coach and mentor
0: yeah
1: yeah. Yeah. I've just seen it. For the benefit of the listeners, I've just obviously got the um, the privilege of seeing Kat's body language and her eyes lit up There, mm-hmm. That struck a massive chord. And I think just on that, yes, mm-hmm. I want to share something now. Mm-hmm. And um, I've kind of teased this with Kat a little bit. And she, so she hasn't got a clue what I'm going to say. But I first met this this beautiful soul, this beautiful lady, what at the end of February, middle yes. to the end of February, yeah. wasn't it yeah. in in Southeast Spain? And what struck me immediately was was something. It was that natural radiance, that natural happiness, that energy. That there was no there was no ego, there was no nothing there. It was just pure pure happiness and pure, you know. I'm not going to get bogged down by the fact that I've got a gas bill coming or, or I don't know, the milkman's not been this morning and all these things that we build up in our minds to be so critical which don't actually really matter. So what I want to put to you, Kat, is in terms of your life's purpose mm. and we'll go into the three levels of that. Um, on the back of this. But I want to plant an idea firmly with you
0: mm-hmm.
1: for you to water, for you to nurture, for yes. that to become your plant. Wow. And that's you a gift. grow it.
0: <laughs> well
1: <laughs> you've got to do the watering. Yes,
0: I'm totally into that.
1: And I see you massively, and mm-hmm. I mean massively. Mm-hmm as a happiness coach Mm. because you practice it and you spread it Mm. and you radiate it and you don't talk about it Mm. you just do it i see it so much in you it's like you know you you don't mention you don't even mention the words Mm. but the way you talk the way your eyes light up Mm. and your whole body language Mm. and you just exude Mm. that natural positive warmth this is where you, this is even beyond your love. This is the natural who you are, mm. and that is what I've remembered from middle to the end of February when, mm. we, was, when we was in Elche mm. and we first met. Mm. So you know, there again, listeners, um, myself and Kat have said, "Well, you know what we're going to talk about." Mm. As as a as a mentor, I knew what I wanted to talk about, but one of the hardest things as a mentor is, "Well, actually, Paul, shut up. It's not about you. Mm. It's not about you at all." And that sometimes that can be so difficult when you see that, that strength, that beauty, that naturalness, that, that obvious purpose, mm. but that's how that's through my eyes. Mm. And you know, to go back to the metaphor of the, the watering can and the seed, mm. it's you that's got to pick that can up and and pour the water on that. Nobody can do that for mm. you. So I just wanted to share that with you. And I've had that for a couple of months now. Oh,
0: that's so sweet. <laughs> I you know what? That has never you know been a combination into my mindset but that's a huge acknowledgement uh, from you to me and you seeing who I am and that's I really appreciate that thank you so much (laughs) I I will uh, I will take that in and digest it and uh, it feels already good actually yeah Yeah. (laughs) so I have to dive into this subject yes for sure For sure.
1: I don't think you have to dive into anything. No,
0: it resonates. resonates It's who you are.
1: Yeah. You know, we can learn strategies Mm. as a coach and mentor. We can learn techniques. Mm. What we can't learn Mm. is that natural inborn love, that happiness, that, you know, no apologies listeners for keep repeating this, but that that authenticity, and we have to be careful of that word because it's used so much these days. Mm. It's thrown around like, oh, you know, he's authentic, she's authentic, this, that, the other. And I've, I've certainly become very wary of that particular word. But where you're concerned mm. You know And no apologies For repeating this yet again mm. That that just that natural It's way beyond warmth mm. This really is an authenticity That you have It is a gift that you have mm. and, and I've noticed you And I've watched you You know When, when we've been on these uh, Two events the mm. subsequent event, How you just naturally Just flow with people It's mm. like You're dancing with them And you mm. probably don't even know You're doing mm. it Because it's you It's who you are
0: Yeah I like to meet people I'm curious And yeah. I, I use that energy To to go and meet people and uh, yeah i know and i know i smile a lot i like to smile yeah. so <laughs> yeah. it's always a big uh, good entrance to to meet other people being happy so i am happy i am i can always be the all also be the contrary of course i can that that's and that's thing. fine isn't yeah. it you know we
1: give ourselves permission to do that mm. and we're obviously Kat, we was having a conversation you know prior to coming on air about you mm. know the expectation of we've got to do this mm. as humans and we've got to do that mm. no we haven't mm. who says it? it's another label you mm. must you must you must mm. well who says yeah you know we're back to that Well, yeah but that's the box you belong in mm. and it's about having that that courage and that creativity isn't it to to, to To get rid of those shackles and say, you know what, world? This is the real me. Mm. This is who I am Mm. at my true core self. The rest, yes, obviously I fit in with society because, you know, Mm. um, I have to wear a seatbelt because the law says I have Mm. to wear a seatbelt. Mm. So I kind of understand that. But the reality is, this is who I am. And Mm. you can't take that away from me. (laughs) None of your laws, none of your boxes can take that away. Mm. So when you strip everything right back, my family... My, my husband, my wife, whatever, my mother, my father, I'm still here on my own mm. and this is who I am. Yeah. And I think when we find that, we found our purpose.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I, I still feel I'm on my way to find my my purpose, but I have a very good picture on the impact that, that I can do. And and I, I every time I return to this about, you know, making other people find their way and get into balance and you know my my brand is life design for health wealth and happiness so yes. i had the happiness word well, with me <laughs> now i can put something neat. more to it yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah thank you. absolutely yes I've, I've seen
1: that on your business card as, yeah. as recently as this weekend yes uh, a few hours ago yeah so um but on the um just want to dive a bit deeper uh kat if i may mm. around the the theory of purpose, the Sanskrit theory Mm. of purpose. Um, I mean, give me your, before I open up on on what mine is, Mm. and what I've just said around the Sanskrit, the Dharma, Mm. um, as Chopra calls it, Mm. um, what's your kind of, what's your take on what purpose is or isn't?
0: Well, during the years, I have become aware that we are beings that are here to have some experiences <laughs> and and uh, listening to a lot of uh, interesting people and trying to feel how, how does it resonate. Uh, I I have found peace in that. Just us being here is amazing. Yeah, it's incredible that that uh, and and now mm, I tune out a little and and look on 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 the the space the the more than the earth and we have sun and moon and stars and everything and it's it's so amazing what is going on around us and what we are part of and what more there is and and finding the peace on hearing the words that it's amazing just to be here and just allow yourself to enjoy it yeah. That's that's one of the things that I keep going back to, you know. So yeah. when I'm tired, I allow myself to take a nap. And when yeah. I'm hungry, I allow myself to eat, be eat.
1: Yeah.
0: But of course, I have my... Uh, knowledge and awareness that I also need to be aware and take responsibility for the things that I eat because my gadget needs some good stuff. You know, it's yeah. not only cars that needs the good fuel. It's yeah. also our bodies. Absolutely. So so the, the knowledge I have gained through the years on, on bringing myself in balance and, and uh, just allowing and, and, and be and go with whatever I experience Um, Some years back I learned uh, something that I keep uh, telling other people as well, is that your emotions, yes, we can get out of control because we are in deep emotions, but still we are uh we are able to choose how long we are going to be in our emotions. Absolutely. so i learned about you know the egg clock you know <laughs> when you boil an egg yeah. you want it soft or hot or yeah. whatever Dream so you have
1: three minutes four minutes oh yeah, yeah you
0: but you actually you can just you can have this uh, experience about an emotion that is not that oh it's not that nice but you are actually able to put on the egg clock and say, "Okay, is this going to last for thirty seconds or thirty minutes or whatever you choose?" And and then if you if you really look at it that way, then acknowledge what you experience and then let it go. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So uh, yeah. so
0: that's one one of the the, the the little egg clock. That's one of my small tools as well. So um, yeah. I, I use that often and I give that advice uh, to others also and, and I see that other people also get relieved by that thought and that mm. mindset and, and, and I, yeah. So that's one of my small tools to, uh, to be in control. To be in control. Yes, I
1: think Oprah Winfrey. She's she calls it the 17 second rule. Doesn't yeah, she? yeah. 17 seconds. Yeah. Right now, go. Yeah. You know. And, and,
0: but that's you know the 17 seconds. It's about how it, what impact it has because if you can cut it down to below 16, 17 seconds, you are not sending the energy and the signaling out where mm-hmm. you actually would attract even more of the same. Yes. Stuff. Or shit, or whatever you are, you are sending out, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Let me flip over, Kat, if I can, mm. to the uh, the Sanskrit Dharma. Mm. Um, dharma mean purpose, mm-hmm. and the three levels, and they describe that as the first one is to seek our higher self. Mm. Now, that's a very broad statement. So I mean, we could have a podcast conversation around that alone. So that's the first level. And then within your higher self, the second level is to find your unique talent or gift. Mm-hmm. And then the third and final level is to give that gift away mm-hmm. for the benefit of humanity. Yeah. And putting all those three things together, I come back to, and I know you said, you know, you're going to soak it up and you're going to water mm-hmm. the seed and that, mm-hmm. but for me, and I see this so, so clearly that within your three stages mm-hmm. is that happiness person coach if that's a label mentor if that's whatever it is you just do what you do Mm. naturally Mm. yes yeah you know that's for me that is what i perceive humbly Mm. as your purpose
0: Mm. thank you so much i really thank you that's a big learning for me as well so that's great thank you so much (laughs) yeah
1: Kat, is there anything else that you want to add, or want to say, or want to talk about?
0: Mm. Oh, I, you know, I think life is amazing. I think it's wonderful, and and uh, despite all the things that turns into our field, what we notice and and hear, and so on, we have to uh, we have to be aware of that. The, if we get impacted of, of too much negativity we uh, maybe unconsciously make a reflection on that and send that out so it's 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 actually very important to be aware of not repeating the 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 dark things the bad things the and 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 also yes what do we need how can we create peace in the world and and can we really create peace with a weapon in our hands? I don't think that we can do that. But, you know, that's a big, big, big subject. So yeah. I'm not a soldier. I'm never going to be a soldier with a weapon. Oh, you're a warrior, I'm, I am a warrior, a warrior. with my heart as oh, my massive, tool. Massive. Not a weapon. It's not a weapon. It's a tool. Yeah, yeah. it's a massive one. And, and, of course, my because when we met in, in February... We had a training on something, and I was kind of told, you know, you smile too much <laughs> if you're going to. And you know what? I and, and it was just it was uh, it was again. Yeah, you know, uh, it came again. That uh, that was a little touch on. Okay, how am I going to navigate on on how I can use because I'm not going to change that I smile a lot. No, it's my tool. Absolutely. Yes. Like, wow. <laughs> So that's uh, really still. So maybe I, I know I can already feel that. But this talk actually supports me on f- continuing my my approach in this world and and smile as much as I and like being to. Being who you are, naturally, yes, exactly. You
1: know, no apologies for repeating yet yeah. again. But no.
0: you, you just come, you just do it.
1: You do know, yeah. you, you can tell. You can tell when people are natural. They just do what they do, and yeah. there's no you know you just know mm. and that exudes you know and that is a priceless gift to have on mm. this world which at some time you know very often can be dark destructive mm. people are in despair mm. and we need that sunshine we need that energy we yeah. need that love that compassion and it just flows from you without yeah. You just stand there. I've watched you. It's mm. honestly it's so inspiring. Mm. And I don't say that to many people. <laughs> I haven't said that to many people. No,
0: oh, it, it reminds me actually about that. I often go out the door and have a little, you know, oh, how many people can I make smile today? So, yeah, yeah that's, uh, I don't, you know, I live in France. It's a little complicated speaking French all the time yeah. when, when I need, I would like to speak more, but sometimes a smile can do it. Oh, yeah. often. Mostly, a good yeah. smile can do it. Well, if
1: it can't, that's for the yes. recipient. That's <laughs> yeah. the vision.
0: Okay, have a good day. Yeah, i continue okay. here. Bye. <laughs> I turn around here, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: I want to build on, Kat, a word you've used. And I love the word. Mm. I absolutely love the word, awareness. You've used that mm. word such a lot. Mm. And interesting on this podcast episode, um, the very first one I did was mastering life is as simple as A B, C.
0: Mm, I did hear that actually. And the A
1: is the awareness. Yes.
0: Wow.
1: That's our starting point for everything in life. Yeah. What do we know? Because mm. we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. So what do we know? Mm. And that awareness, um, and there's no judgment on that. It is what it is. Mm. And if we try and make out we know something when we don't, mm. well, that's folly. Because the only person we're we're fooling is ourselves. Mm. So that brings in the honesty of just accept what is, is, and go on a voyage of discovery. Yeah. And the A is the awareness, so that's the first line in the sound. This is our starting point of our journey of discovery. Mm. The B is the beliefs. What beliefs have we got? Mm. I am too sensitive. Wow.
0: <laughs> what a belief. Does it serve you? Yes, it does actually. It's some of the tools that I can sense that much that I can. So I have also, of course, learned to balance that, and Mm. and that's where I also need to to step away sometimes when it gets too noisy or too something. Yeah.
1: But what if that belief of you being too sensitive wasn't the truth? And what if the actual truth and reality was I actually just a beautiful, beautiful soul that's mm. here to radiate happiness in other people's yeah. lives? Yes. And part of that means me that I am vulnerable. Yeah. It means I'm open. Mm. It means my heart is here. Yeah. And yes, there's a risk, but with experience, I can manage that. Of course, I can manage that.
0: Of course, I'm. 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 Yeah. But and I'm still on the path, so I'm. I'm aware that that it. I will go that direction for sure.
1: Yeah. Because I always liken that to when you look at a martial arts dance yes. in like Tai Chi. Of that energy that's coming towards you. Yes. And, and you, you just you simply deflect it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It. I'm totally aware
0: of that. Yeah. I know that, yeah.
1: And the C mm. is really, in terms of the ABC, is mm. the creativity. Mm. Because, and this is going back to the duality, mm. Isn't it true that most of us grow up thinking our mind, if our mind tells us to do something, we do it. Mm. Our mind is is king or queen. Mm. He or she is boss. Mm. Well, no. Mm. And I use the metaphor of an animal with a tail. Mm. To let your mind control everything is like the tail wagging the dog. Yeah. Do not let the tail wag the dog. Mm. The dog wags the tail. Yes. And the re- one of the ways I used to sort of separate that distinction, because I embrace now my mind as my best mate. He is very, very creative. It can also be very destructive if I, if I allow him to be. Yes. And so sometimes when he's getting angry,
0: mm.
1: I allow him to stamp his feet, not for too long. Okay, listen, you've had, you've had your play now. Mm. And I'll have a little word with him and embrace him, almost like a little brother. Mm. Come on, little Paul. You're okay. <laughs> I know. I understand. And almost kind of have this inner dialogue mm. and get him back on track. Because for me, the mind is no more who I am than my little finger, my knee, mm. my toe. It's a part of me. Exactly. But it's not me. Yeah. And so I learned to embrace the mind as my best friend now mm. and understand that when he's playing up and he feels vulnerable and he feels insecure and he feels angry, It's really that he doesn't understand what's going off on an emotional or an intellectual level. Mm. So I've got to try and help him there. Big Paul, Mm. brackets higher self, he's got to try and help him. And just put that loving arm around his shoulder and say, I know, it's okay, now calm down.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: So, where do we go from here? Is there anywhere to go from here?
0: I think we have been around a lot of things here I think so yes so that's uh, that's very beautiful thank you okay yeah yeah I I can fully support your ABC (laughs) (laughs) thank you okay Uh, from my heart to yours (laughs) thank you yeah
1: so there we have it listeners that was a um, that was a conversation with the the beautiful soul that is Katrina Hoyer, all the way from Denmark so um, I don't think there's really much else we can say or add I think sometimes when you have a conversation, um, the fewest words are the strongest and and that's where I want to leave it. So thank you for tuning in. Until next time, take care. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success.